To ensure the data that comes out of the Understanding Society survey continues to be representative, the team applies something called non-response weighting. Dr. Elena Kaminska is the team's survey statistician. Representativeness comes from a few things. And first of all, you need a probability sample. And once you've had a probability sample, you would need a 100% response rate. But that's an unrealistic assumption, and it never happens these days. People do not respond, and sometimes we don't find them at home, even if we try many times. My job comes at the end of data collection. So once we collected the data, I looked at it and there are still some people who have not responded. My job is to correct for that. The problem may occur if non-respondents are different to respondents. If they are different on um, any characteristics that we are interested in, if they are different on um, any characteristics that we are interested in, our results, if uncorrected, would be biased. And so how do you correct for that? So when we can't get the response in way one, that means we never had interview from this household. So we know very little from them. But understanding society has advantage uh, in that that it's an address-based sample. And that gives us information such as postcodes, postcode sectors. Now, what we've done for way one is that we linked our data to outside official data sets like census. But not only census, a number of other sources that are available, data sets that are available that uh, cover the whole of population and provide some information at the postcode sector level. At those levels, for example, we can go over retirement age, etc. And those variables can be used when we correct for non-response. So, for example, we can look at postcode sector as a proportion of people who responded in that postcode sector and who are retired. But we also know that in that postcode sector, the actual proportion of retired people, let's say, is higher, then we can correct our data set and adjust it such that the proportion of those in our corrected data set represents the ones that we find in those external data sets um, and so we have a perfect match on those variables so for that those households that we've never contacted we are in a way limited to these variables but we do have a lot of them and we use them to adjust our data sets so it looks like a population if we find that we have to have a lot of them and we use them to adjust our data set so it looks like a population. If we find that we have too few people who, for example, are of ethnic minorities, right? They're a very important group for our study. We can calculate the probability of their response and that would mean the chance that they responded to our survey. And let's say if the response probability is 50%, that means that we, out of two people whom we invited from an area like that, only one responded. What we do then, we upweight them in our data set, and literally we multiply their response by two. 
so that now this one respondent compensates and represents those who didn't respond from the Laikandistan society. And it is called attrition, which means a household has participated at least once and possibly many more times, but has stopped to participate at some point. And that means we do have a lot of information on them. And that is a large advantage of longitudinal studies, because as soon as they participated once, we have all important questions on them that will be strongly related to the questions of interest in future years. And that is a large advantage to anyone who wants to adjust for this non-response because we can use those variables that respondents already provided about them. So we know now about the family, who is part of the family, ages of them, their job and income in those years that they provided, and lots and lots of other information. So if they have other information, so if they don't respond, let's say, in wave 10, but they responded in all the waves before, we have a very rich information on, uh, about this household, and we can use it to correct for this missingness in wave 10. On top of this, we now use matching to the population on basic characteristics such as age and gender. So we look at our corrected data set and uh, if it's slightly off, we also uh, match it on age and gender to the population such that it's perfectly spot on on those two variables to the population in each year.